0: super talk mississippi media production what if everyone was turning their head to look at you with a brand new flow master exhaust system from exhaust pro in macomb on georgia avenue cruise in style with exhaust pro of macomb on georgia avenue
1: What is it? This
2: true force has never been fully understood. Say, what is it? It boils down to two simple words. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England. Flam. Sugar. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling. Wonderful.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself.
2: It's rock and roll, brother, and we're rocking tonight. Let me
3: morning, Handyman people. This is the Handyman Show right here at Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. And uh, Buddy Slowick is broadcasting right here. And um, we're going to have – it's it's Easter weekend, and we're going to celebrate that a little bit later. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, we're going to do some Handyman stuff to begin with. We'll talk about uh, all sorts of great things and anything that you may have uh, – that you'd like to discuss it would be a great time to give us a, a, a text. You can text us. Our C-SPIRE text line is 601-879-4395. Or you can, um, you can dial in and call and talk to us at 888 888- Eight zero eight eight six three seven. But we're going to start today a little different. Uh, we've done this from time to time, but uh, Tony Arpino with Atlas Foundation is on the phone, and he's going to talk to us about uh, slab foundations and his thoughts on those and how to take care of those. And uh, good morning, Tony. How are you today?
4: Hello. It was kind of crisped a little bit. But
3: yeah, yeah. I actually, I went to sleep with the air conditioner on last night and woke up this morning. It was like I want to tell you, it was cold in the house. <laughs> I just, I, run, I just run some heat. <laughs> I know.
4: Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about slabs. But remember, we're um, always trying to uh, get, let's get your garden, mama listeners, and focus on. Trees right off the bat, and and you get to tell me, and they do whether a crepe myrtle's a tree because it still drinks water, and <laughs> and and, and uh, I've seen some pretty serious crepe myrtles right next to people's homes. You know,
3: right? Yeah, you know, yeah. they said they want to plant them next to the house, and before you know it, they grow into monsters.
4: <laughs> and so it's uh my as you know my, with Atlas uh, Foundation Repair, my claim to fame is trees and going to what I call bridge builder depths right. to get way way beneath what I call your neighbor's trees. We know it's not your trees doing that. It's those trees, you know, that are 50, 60 feet away that are that are working the root system to not go under your foundation, but to drink the water around your foundation. And, uh, and that a lot of times what I call a flex, flex down, magic word today, flex, flex down the, the corner of the bricks. And break the windows that you should see, either in the aluminum or the bricks, within what I call 16 feet of a corner. Right. And, and uh, that'll flex that down. And that's what I'm trying to do, is is get involved with that before it, it starts agitating the what I call the second room. From that corner, right and, so, uh, and uh,
3: so, in that situation where you have trees drinking all this water in and around the house, uh, what would be the correction
4: well that's that 's what i 'm trying to do with my method of going deeper in the ground I got you is to get is to get beneath the the root influence we 're not not stopping the tree we 're stopping Correct. hopefully the influence of the because when you're, if you'll think about like a little country bridge, as I tell people, sure. and you watch them put these these bridge piling down, you know um, how long are the piling and why do they go so deep, and uh, and that's the, what does I'm trying to work off that same strata on a on a brick home.
3: On a residential home, which generally right. doesn't no, no I I generally doesn't happen. It just basically doesn't happen. People don't go to bridge depth when they're putting in these slab foundations. Oh no, no,
4: no! It's it. It would be very cost prohibitive. Yeah, and and uh, but uh, but I was going to remind folks the reason I'm always keep trying to catch you on these holiday weekends is that. Some of your folks may be in other locations, right. like visiting, visiting a relative that they know sooner or later they're going to have to get involved in catching that bad corner. And I was reminded, uh, just thinking about it a little while ago, I remember a couple of years ago where I had to put twice as many supports as I wanted to on a house, and um, because someone had locked themselves in paper that they wanted so many supports. And so what I'm trying to always get folks visualizing is when I work for the owner of the property, right. I only have to please the owner, and I'm and I don't have to please what I call third parties with the owner's money. Yeah. And once you start getting around uh, appraisers and different things that think they see something, then a lot of times we'll get into an overkill situation. Uh, yes. And, um,
3: <laughs> Indeed.
4: And then. And um, and so I'm giving a a 30-year factory warranty from a 1B, a $1 billion company, and yet I have to put twice as many supports as, as, than I think I need. You're right. And, uh, and because they wait, say, well, I'm not going to worry about that uh, until we sell. Well, by then you're in what I call the grinder. Uh, you're having to please all these third parties and, and say, well, why don't we get Atlas now? Fix that corner where there isn't much to see. When we do sell eight years from now, and and uh, so I'm trying to always get folks what I call years before, not not months before, years before. So I'm so I'm, I'm working for um, we can see that the repair is staying fixed and and the uh, it works because there's a factory a real factory backup. Right. Others won't be afraid of the, of the repair, and many many folks are afraid to buy a house that's been repaired
3: yeah because the basically the warranties on those aren't worth much <laughs>
4: right how do right, i say do they,
3: i'm trying to say that as kindly as possible <laughs>
4: yeah like a fellow told me he uh, I, I said well i have a lifetime warranty i said well, i said we don't we have a factory warranty. that means if i play dead you can find the factory yeah if they I told them if their guy wants to go into the ministry, where's your factory, you know? Yeah, right. You know, yeah. where, where's the where's the backup? You know, it's like, uh, and another thing I was going to bring up about people being in unusual locations this weekend is a lot of times they're at their camp house, as yes. I call it, in, down south, you know. You know how you and I say, buddy, they're down at the camp. You know, but, um, but, but but I have a lot
3: of I have a lot of vendors and a lot of people support the show that call from their camp, their deer camp, or their their camp, whatever, and and we do the discuss, We have an interview at that point in
4: time. Well, I'm telling you, buddy, I have been in, I have been in quote camps. With terrazzo floors, like, you know, that means, folks, that means ho- that's what you have in hospitals, high-rise hospitals, terrazzo floors. So so I've been... <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. They, they put some stuff in camps, that's for sure. <laughs> but, a lot of money spent know. on camps.
4: <laughs> no. But I'm trying to get folks visualizing. Because I hand-carry everything, I can work on the water side of a problem uh, where other folks can't get their equipment. So I have actually... Carried everything on top of a wooden deck and lifted a concrete slab, uh, and still go to bridge builder depths. Yes. So, um, so we we can be very neat and portable without. And what's my joke about when you a lot of times live on on a lake? No one ever thinks a guy has to get in the backyard to take down a tree. You know that they. It's so hard to get access in the backyard of many of these camps, as we call them. Right. Um. Um. And so it's, but we're we're trying to be as neat and portable as possible, and and work in isolated areas. Uh, well, I've even worked under under scaffolding. They're they're working on a two story, and we've actually worked under the scaffolding.
3: That's amazing. Um,
4: so, so just
3: <laughs> so. yeah. Well, yeah, and and. Something I think that's very important about Atlas Foundation that that you don't find with a lot of foundation repair companies is that you're not going to go on there with uh, big cement trucks and big all these and work for two and three weeks trying to fix the situation with more concrete and mud jacking and whatever. Uh, that you do it with very few men in very little time.
4: Right. We're we're we're, <clears throat> we're trying to do. I really feel like I'm selling engineering more than I'm selling foundations right. to repair, you know, and I'm trying to get folks visualize why did it sink and which trees are near you, what's coming and going, where, where you set on six foot of fill when they built, uh, a lot of variables, uh, um, uh, because you're working uh, at a camp house where folks can't get to, even when they went, it even when it was time to build a camp house, there's right. a lot of times it's hard to get access, um, to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's our, our kind of our focus about uh, working on unusual situations.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I, before we go too far, Tony, let's give out a phone number where people can get to you because okay. it's really, it, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going to get your foundation repaired or you want somebody to look at it, Tony Arpino and Atlas Foundation is the company to call, and he's the man to call because... He understands the soils around here. He understands throughout the entire state, uh, throughout the entire southeast. Actually, uh, uh, Tony is—he's a, a, an engineer, folks.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I have a technical degree, and I, as I tell people, I took my my soils class from a Vicksburg colonel. So, so, uh, so, uh, but anyhow, um, let me give that eight hundred number. Sure, 800-256-256. 10, 10. Let me repeat, 800 256 And then uh, I can do a phone situation where I've actually, based off the dimensions and what people tell me on the phone, I've actually mailed out quotes saying I can handle this corner. Uh, and they'll say, well, come by and look. Well, I say, well, what? I can look at it when I'm fixing it. Right. You know, if you can tell me, that, you know, the, the windows cracked and it's eight feet from the corner, and this or that, and and you know, we we can we can, and the style of construction, and I can a lot of times um, uh, mail you pretty much a very firm quote.
3: Sure, because there's uh-huh. enough information. In that, in your questions as to how close is the window to the corner, how you know, that type of situation, what size is the house and all right. that, there's it's, enough information yeah, in there for you to actually make a determination.
4: Right, right, and the style of construction.
3: Right, it's right.
4: But it's uh, – it's, it's, um, um, and remember, uh, some folks think – Engineering is very complicated, but it's really high school science, as I call it. Uh, the analogy I give Buddy all the time is the lifting of a loaded log truck on the Mississippi uh, Delta Land. We can pull a log truck out on the on the cotton fields, and we can put something under the rear axle and pick up the logs. No problem. The, the, the question is, how long will the logs stay in the air before the log truck... Pushes the jack in the ground, yeah, and see that—that's the what po- the folks get get focused on the lifting of the logs, not the staying of the logs, right? And so that's that's what we're running into is a well, gee, I don't understand. I got this tr- what I call triple lifetime warranty, and the bricks closed, and now all of a sudden, three years later, I'm starting the bricks are starting to open back up. Well, what they, what they've done is they're they they're, they're they're, as I'll say, artificially lifting. And then the building weight just pushes the repair on the ground.
3: Back down again. And, and that's what bridge depth is all about. You go to something right. that won't sink anymore.
4: Right. <clears throat> and then there are folks who I compete with, uh, with many times of something we also make from the same factory floor, but they don't go very deep. And then, uh, and I joked with someone, I said, Yes, ma'am, I have them. I, I jacked up my own brick mailbox, but it I don't put them under brick structures right. you know it's like uh um uh when it was time for me to lift my tilting mailbox and um uh, but folks will sell something for the wrong what I call the wrong application right and then and mm. then uh and and why buddy because they't the material costs less because they're not using much of it. And and so, so that, gee, Tony, why, how could he do this? It says he can lift the house. I, yeah, he can lift it, but for how long?
3: You know, it's amazing that one of the things you said during, during this conversation was to go to bridge depth and building a traditional slab foundation in most cases would be cost prohibitive. And it's to the point where... In life, there's a lot of things we need to change in construction that will be costly, uh, and, and right, and, right. You know, whether it's building but. stronger buildings or, or building better preparation for foundations or whatever, we need to spend the money and do that. And it's we're coming to the point uh, where we're coming to the time in life where, or, or, or in the life of Earth, that we do have to start doing this stuff.
4: Well, but but you can make things strong on the front end. Right. You know, I, I like to say you've got one chance to what I call spread the load. Sure. You know, um, but um, as you may know, I started off before I bought the Atlas license years ago. Um, I started off in, in a stronger, don't use any buzzwords, buddy, but I started off with a stronger style of a concrete slab foundation and then uh and then I was when I would project footings, the carpenters would go crazy because I would put footings where there weren't walls, right, and the carpenters wouldn't understand that um, and i to the public, many times architects and builders are are and carpenters are designed build from the load from the load down right i'm more I'm more engineering trained from the soils up. Right. And and um, and so I'm always, I'm I'm a big fan of internal footings. And let's say there's someone knows they're going to have a fireplace. Well, then I'll put a a footing pointing to the fire fireplace. And the carpenters would say, Tony, what are you doing? There's no wall in this living room. You <laughs> know. And, and I said, Well, I'm trying to stop that fireplace from rotating out.
3: Yeah, Ask the, ask and, the contractor at that point. Have you ever tried to lift a fireplace? Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. And I and I. And I and I have uh repair as I call repairs or repairs yeah um where the fireplaces push the repair in the ground. The fact and, is that
3: uh, in commercial construction uh foundations are done differently than they are in residential construction
4: right mm-hmm. and and you know in the yazoo Clay, is, is a whole other animal so right. yes it is uh, but but you, mm-hmm. you really and we better talk commercial because we're going to get. A lot of our home builders in hot water, I guess. But we, uh, the way it, on commercial it's supposed to be, a lot of times, believe it or not, sometimes you have to excavate seven feet vertically of yazoo clay and or add seven foot. Uh, so uh, the way to go on, on commercial many times is they get a, a, a geotechnical lab. To analyze what the soil is yeah and the public says well, wait a minute now, I'm only building a house you know
3: yeah, well, but, you, you, but you want to build it right
4: right there's certain things that have to be done in Yazoo Clay and uh, and again when I've done work in in the Yazoo Clay my claim to fame, right or wrong, is to try to go to greater depths.
3: Go to greater depths. Tony, uh, I've, I've about run out of time here. Tony Arpino with Atlas Foundation. I recommend that's what you call it 800-256-1010. Tony, I hope you have a great, great Easter. Uh, I hope we got some useful information out to the listening public. I appreciate you very much, Tony. Thank you.
4: Thank you for your time.
3: All right. Uh, and uh, you're listening to the Rock and Roll Handyman Show right here at the MCF Studios. My name is Buddy Slough. Be right back. Don't go away.
1: The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We are ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender.
5: Come out and celebrate over 35 years of Sawyer Brown. Sawyer Brown, live in concert. Saturday, May 27th, 8 p.m., Pearl River Resort Silver Star Convention
0: Center. The race is on, and here comes Pride in the back. On sale now. Purchase tickets at pearlriverresort.com. Sawyer Brown, only at Pearl
6: River Resort Silver Star Convention Center. In 1920, John Albritton Sr. opened Albritton's Jewelry in downtown Jackson. With an expertise in watchmaking from his time with the Illinois Central Railroad, John not only sold but serviced pocket and dress watches for his fellow Mississippians. Albritton's has maintained that tradition to this day, with two full-time watchmakers on staff that are capable of repairing all major watch brands. Albritton's also offers a vast collection of fine watches built to fit any lifestyle. From dress styles in gold and stainless steel to sporty selections in carbon fiber, All Britons has the watch for you. Come see why since 1920 the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their fine watch store.
2: Quality and value go hand in hand at All Britons, All Britons Jewelers.
7: ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet boom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and much more. ESISupply.net.
8: garden mama here for lakeland yard and garden now is the time to get yourself to lakeland yard and garden for the largest selection of patio furniture outdoor indoor living areas umbrellas replacement cushions and beautiful fountains and stepping stones you'll even find komodo joe grills and collegiate gift items the expert staff members at lakeland yard and garden will be happy to guide you through their large nursery stock of bedding plants perennials tropicals and more while you're there be sure to get your topsoil or mulch sold by the bag or in bulk Lakeland Yard and Garden even offers local delivery. Lakeland Yard and Garden, growing your way and serving you for over 40 years. Stop by or call today, located at Lakeland Drive and Airport Road, 601-939-7304, online at lakelandyardandgarden.com. Listen to your garden mama now. It's Lakeland Yard and Garden Center for all your gardening needs and a whole lot more.
9: Visit twomininatruck.com for a free no-obligation estimate.
3: So it's good. That's just good. Good job, Lance. Good job, Lance. Good. How are you doing today, Lance?
5: I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm
3: great, man. It's wonderful to be out. The weather just was raining out. I have two dogs that wouldn't go out in the rain this morning. They usually go out every morning. And they went, dogs, this is why I like dogs so much, put them on their leash. I have a patio that's covered, and then I have the wooden deck. Well, they go out and stand on the wooden deck and get rained on for three or four minutes and decide that not going out and that stuff, and so they're already soaked because they stood on the deck getting wet and decided they didn't want to go out in the wet and go to the do their stuff. <laughs> That's how my day started. Yeah,
5: well, Will the other day, our you know, our, one of our fearless leaders, Will East, he uh, he had um, was about walking out the door to uh, go to work and. He's got an older pool that they're. Wait, a
3: minute, in. wait! A minute. I didn't know Will worked <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So he
5: was leaving early, and um, it, it had gotten rainy and nasty outside. And they have an older pool that he's trying. He's about to try to get restored. Sure. And there's some nasty down in the bottom. And you know, he was looking for his dog, and his dog is awesome. It's, I mean, it's like a little collie looking thing. Yeah. It, it awesome! Awesome! Uh, a lot of energy. And he was like, "Oh my god, I left the gate open. He's gone. You know, it's raining. He's thinking, okay, 'Okay, I'm going to be late to work.' And he kind of looked. Around and finally he says, "Ah, let me go over here." And he goes and looks in the pool, and the dog is in the pool. Neck deep in mud and grime and Loving leaves, it. having the best time ever, and kind of couldn't get out. It, it was just covered in mud, so he took a picture of it and showed me. But he said I had to, you know, I had to bait him down real good before I came to work. Yeah, you know, dogs are just—they're always something you got to you got to deal with, or yeah. but they're, they're fun, and you know, the, so much
3: enjoyment. You know, it's really different how dogs and cats and animals have become <clears throat> personal pets nowadays. Have like become. Almost part of the family, uh, and I remember growing up on Cape Cod as a young man. We had dogs and animals all the time that that weren't part of the family. They were just dogs and cats, and we, we didn't. I mean, I went to the pet store the other day to buy some food and a little, little sh- shampoo and a little conditioner for my dog. I walked out of there spending over a hundred dollars. I went, man. 20 years, 30 years ago. that just croaked me. I just said, this is ridiculous to spend this money." And nowadays, it's just the norm.
5: It is norm. And, and take your animal, as you know, if you have dogs, take them to the vet. And yeah. even a, um, a fairly affordable vet is more than <laughs> what you're going to spend going to the doctor these days. <laughs> an affordable but, vet. But I mean, I, and I'm, I'm like you. I grew up with, we had dogs. But they yeah. weren't inside. No dogs. Yeah, no I dogs. Mean, <laughs> my dad was, uh, he's, nah, that, that, that's an outside dog. you know. And and But as I've grown and had my own life. And my own place, you know, my, my dogs are, are much more like a family member. Yeah, they, you know? they're like your children or yeah, your I mean, brother. Relationships can end if you say something bad about my dog, you know. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I grew up like you would, having that pet, having pets, and the cat was allowed in, and yeah. you know, because he would climb up the chimney and, and grab the chimney sweeps and right. have a big time. But, yeah, they, we were an outside dog. I had beagles. I'm, I know my, my neighbors loved our pack of hunting dogs right. that were in the neighborhood. Sure. You know, we had the kennels and— <laughs> I'm sure they really appreciated that, but uh, yeah, they didn't funny. come inside. Well, we better get doing some handyman
3: stuff before we get too far carried away with dogs and cats and <laughs> critters that we we dearly love so much around our house. Um, but, uh, the other day, <clears throat> I have a dryer, and usually what was happening were You would put in a load, regardless of what size the load would, one cycle in the dryer would generally dry them. But all of a sudden, nothing, I wouldn't say all of a sudden, over a long period of time, that stopped happening. And, I mean, I'm probably overkill on cleaning out a lint trap as much as I do. I do it at least twice when the dryer is drying. I, so I started looking. My lint trap was – I cleaned it out. It was totally clean. So I went back and looked at the hose. The hose wasn't crimped at all that, for the dryer, fit, dryer vent kit, and there wasn't any lint inside there. And I, I went, wait a minute. Something's wrong here. So what I did was I took my vacuum, and, it's, of course, it's got a hose that goes down into where the lint trap is but it'll only go so far because it's so big so what i did was found like a an inch maybe even yeah it was about an inch round flexible hose and i had about three or four feet of it and actually pushed it into the hose of my vacuum cleaner and duct tape to seal it airtight and push it down in my lint trap and went down below where you can actually get your hose for your dryer vent man it got so stopped up it was collecting stuff like crazy and all of a sudden it stopped oh i could feel like the vacuum sucking and not bringing anything in because something was stuck on the end i pulled it out and the end of this very hose was like almost the size of a softball size of lint as hard as a rock sucking onto the hose tight so I threw it away, of course, and went back down and vacuumed the rest of it out. And I got more lint under the dryer by doing that than anything I've ever done before. It's amazing.
5: I, it, it's amazing how much gets in there. I was looking at Twitter uh, for tools and things this week, and I've seen for probably second or third time it's popped up in my feed. is It's like a real long uh, piece of metal that you right. hook to a drill. Right. And it's a flexi type of piece of metal, sure, and it has a little arm, a little hand on the end, and you run it into your dryer vent hole and turn on that drill, and it, roar, and, and it was showing, you know, some apartment complexes and things oh, that, yeah. where they, had you know, up a flight of stairs or up uh, above the ground level, and so they had, obviously, this was long enough to reach from ground level and put it in the, in the, in the vent. But the amount of stuff that was coming out, it, it looked like a hurricane force winds of garbage just flying around everywhere. It's, I mean, it's amazing how much lint there really is in those pipes. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And, and that really can become somewhat of a fire hazard.
3: that's relatively dangerous, particularly in the day and age now where they're making uh, dryer vent kits longer distances until they exhaust outside uh, because you can't exhaust them or or exhaust them into your garage anymore against code. It has to go, and a lot of them go underneath concrete to the outside of your house. And those are the hardest to clean. And one of those devices that you just spoke of with the little hand on the end and the clean-up will do a great job.
5: A friend of ours, uh, he's a handyman. His, His dryer vent is exactly like you just described. It actually goes down and through the concrete and then out the house and uh, i have not encountered that you know seeing that as much but he had a right. heck of a time cleaning it out because and we were thinking like what can we do to get down in there that'll bend and right. and finally i saw this well we you know this was several months ago when he was working on his but it was definitely a a, a labor of love to get through that the way it was set up and um but so, you, you need an arm like that i i learned that real quick so so you've researched another
3: item that fits on your power drill. <laughs> yes,
5: that, the power drill attachments are, I mean, Endless. whoever's coming up with it, thank you, these are awesome. I know, it's like
3: they never end, I mean, power drill attachments, they have them that will do just about practically anything from cutting to smoothing to sanding to uh, grabbing lint to whatever. I mean, it's amazing what they'll do with the, with. Uh, uh, so I, I really do think that the first power tool that anybody decides to get should be a relatively decent power drill, whether it's corded or, 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 or battery operated, that would be up to you. Uh, the corded is always going to be there and ready to use when you want to use it. Uh, a battery operated, it's best just to buy two batteries right away.
5: <laughs> oh, definitely. The batteries are... And the batteries are good today. They're good. They're very good. And, I've, you know, there's different ranges, too. If yeah. you're wanting to go with a smaller, less expensive one, and you're not right. going to use it but 10 or 15 minutes, you know, right. versus somebody that's going to be using it all day, you need to go on and move on up to the couple of hundred dollar one. There. Right. <laughs> yeah, it'll, yeah. It's definitely worth the investment yeah. to not have to stop and, yeah, it, and charge.
3: It really is when you have uh if you're going to it, there's a lot of difference between a six day or five day a week use of a tool than it is like a handyman tool. they do need to be of a different grade because that tool that's going to be used every day really needs to be pretty tough and really pretty durable and be able to take some Abuse, if you will, uh, whereas the handyman tool will take some, but it'll take less. It won't take nearly as much. So I think it's very important to do. But uh, yeah, that's that's important to to keep in mind. Uh, drill attachments just go on forever. Well, as I, I think I said last week, that I was in a house looking at ICFs insulated concrete forms, and. Due to the covenants and the subdivision that this house was built in, they had to have black windows on the outside, and black windows are a little more expensive than than regular windows, but that is today's fashion, and that's what you see when you watch television commercials and people, I don't care, are in these super nice houses or whatever. They always have black windows. Well, you can get black windows today in like a fiberglass window from uh, almost every company has them, and fiberglass is better than vinyl, uh, it won't warp or decay it's a, it's a great material but they make these black v- fiberglass windows that are black on the outside and they can be white on the inside or beige on the inside uh, and they're made by you can buy PlyGem makes them, uh, Quaker makes them, uh, just some of the better brand names make all these type products. But you do have to do some research to find out what is the best for your your type when uh, your type opening. Uh, Marvin makes them very good windows, very good windows. And if you're going to get a window like that, you should consider. Finding out about, more about, and learning more about low-E glass. What do you need to know? And, and what is low-E glass? And does it work? Uh, of course, low-E glass is an upgrade, but it's almost become a standard in, in window industry today as far as what people are putting in. Now, you don't see it all the time because people are, are just don't want the upgrade, nor do they believe that they need it because there's no sun coming in that window, but low E does a lot of good things. It can help an awful lot. Uh, Low E is a good product. It really is. And black windows, like I said, for a long time they're almost like prohibitively expensive. They were particularly expensive. Um, It's getting to the point where you can get a black window now and you can order one. It will be more expensive than a vinyl window, but it probably won't be as expensive as a wood or a wood-clad window, but it will be a very good window. And also, when you're looking at windows, there's a seal between insulated glass that holds the glass apart that can be either a metal seal, which is filled with silicone beads, or a soft seal. In my thinking the soft seal will do a better job all the way around because it doesn't transfer heat or cool at all. So a black window with soft seal low-E glass is going to service you so well and, and really do the job that you want it to do. Uh, it's, it's, like I said, more expensive than this vinyl, but a much better window. Now, you can get a vinyl window in a darker color, but that's done by either laminating laminating on the window or painting on the window. And I don't care what you do to a vinyl window when you make it a dark color. It just absorbs more heat from the sun. And after a period of time, that laminate can decay and actually start dripping and drooling. Uh, and paint can do the same. Paint can peel and bubble. Uh, so... Black vinyl windows or darker colored vinyl windows, I'm, I'm not sold on. I really think that you you do better to step up to a fiberglass type unit, which uh, makes a, a very, very rigid, very tight type window and a very good window. Uh, as a matter of fact, when you look at a fiberglass window... You cannot tell that it's not a wooden window. Uh, It looks very much like a wooden window from the inside and the outside because it it is a very, very good window. And a lot of people have, uh, everybody that sells windows can get a hold of them. Uh, And uh, lately I've been selling a few vinyl windows. No, well, not that many, but a few. I sell mostly vinyl. Uh, I mean, uh, fiberglass. I'm sorry, fiberglass windows. Uh, mostly, I sell a lot of vinyl windows and doors, uh, metal doors, which people you can step up on a metal door too as well, and get into a fiberglass door, which is going to be much more durable and and much more time lasting than any kind of metal door because it'll never decay. Uh, so, um, but I've been selling a lot of both lately. And it, it, it that works out pretty well, so uh, that's what I recommend you do. All right, uh, <clears throat> we got a lot of things coming up your way, um, so don't you go away. You're listening to the Handyman Show, Super Talk Mississippi. At the MCEF, that's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Great organization, and we'll talk more about that in a little while. Don't you go away. You're listening to the Handyman Show on Super Talk.
10: Hey folks, Steve Azar here and thrilled to announce our third annual Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival. Taking place at the Gin at Dunleith in Leland, Mississippi, April 14 and 15. I'll be hosting 16 strong of my hit-making pals from Music City to perform and tell the stories behind their hundreds of hits. To get your tickets, go to 2023mockingbirdfestival.eventbrite.com. That's 2023mockingbirdfestival.eventbrite.com. Sponsored by the Delta Group, Visit Mississippi, Greenville, Washington County, CVB, James Serrani, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, Supertalk, Mississippi, Pearl River Resort, Guarantee Bank, Corteva Agriscience, Zapponi Farms, Southern Bancorp, True by Hilton, Southern Ag Credit, and Sharon Sauce. That's the Mockingbird Songwriters Music Festival, our third annual. For tickets, go to 2023mockingbirdfestival.eventbrite.com. Let's make it a cool Delta weekend together.
11: Hi, I'm Josh Quick, the owner of Mid South Crawlspace Solutions, formerly known as Clean Space of Central Mississippi. Our name may have changed, but our expertise remains. An unhealthy crawlspace can invite mold, bugs, and buckling floors. This affects not only your crawl space, but compromises the health of your entire home. Our clean space system will transform your crawlspace into a dry, healthy, clean environment that will save you energy and money. No more moisture, no more mold, no more smells. Still doing free estimates at mscrawlspace.com.
8: Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell with Family Termite. The season's getting a lot colder, and different kinds of insects are going to start coming into your home, into your structures, and your business. Look out for ladybugs, cockroaches, mice, and rats. You can call us for any of those things, and we can take care of you. Call Family Termite at 601-933-1014 or reach us on our website at www.family-termite.com. Call us at 601-933-1014.
0: then you're going to think the deals and selection we have at Mazda Jackson are insane. Right now, we're saving you thousands of dollars in finance charges by giving you 0% financing on a great selection of Mazdas. That's right. Get 0% financing on new 2023 Mazda CX-9s. And get 0% financing on new 2023 Mazda CX-5s. Plus, when you buy a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson, we'll take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. That's what I call a slam dunk. MazdaJackson.com. Buy with confidence with a 20-year mile warranty. We'll buy your current vehicle at top dollar, even if you don't buy a new one from us. At Mazda of Jackson, credit issues are a thing of the past. Because our credit specialist's number one goal is to get you approved. So get here today to grab your deal. Because it's complete mayhem. And it won't last long. Three, two, one. At Mazda Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Furniture Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. With per credit, I'll select model. C for details.
3: Yeah, I like it. All right, Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi at the MCEF Studios. My name is Buddy, and we'll be here until uh, about 12 o'clock making all sorts of noise on this. It's, a, it's an Easter weekend, and uh, we've got, well, we'll talk about a whole lot about that during the music segment because uh, i got a lot of fun things that we're going to discuss at about that point in time. Um as I said, I was in a home last week that was being built out of ICFs, and this man and I uh, have been looking at ICFs for, what, 15 years or longer because he wants to build a home out of ICFs, yet in this central Mississippi area, we haven't really had the contractors or the people with the knowledge That really understood ICFs and what they're all about or or really how to work with them and how to build the best structure. Well, I found the person who can solve all that, building his own house that way. And then we toured the Magnolia Speech School, which I spoke of last week, which is, I mean, the whole entire school is like a storm shelter. Uh, it is because they have bulletproof glass. They have ice, the whole building is built out of ICFs with lots of uh, metal rebar and 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 uh, hurricane straps everywhere. Uh, everything is just uh, is, is uni. The whole building is one one solid unit. It would take quite the storm to do some damage to that storm. Uh, but ICFs, I think, really are. In our future, a whole lot more than we realize, uh, because for years we building we've been stick stick building houses out of two by fours, and, and before that, even less <laughs> uh, or, or or different. Um, but uh, nowadays, everything's pretty much stick built, and some locations require by code. Hurricane straps in certain places, not all locations. But I don't care where you live. Hurricane straps used everywhere on your house, connecting your foundation to your sidewalls and your sidewalls to your second floor and your second floor to your roof. All these hurricane straps, which can be quite a few, but a very easy to install can really ensure that your building is built like a one-piece unit as opposed to multiple pieces put together and placed on top of one another. The, the way roofs are generally put on a uh, uh, walls of the house... Th- the security is very little. There's very little attaching the roof to the actual siding of a house. And the hurricane straps kind of add extra security to give you that strength. So I think that's very important. Uh, and hurricane straps are something I think that uh, people really, really need to Look into more and find out. If you put in hurricane straps in your computer and do some looking of those and see exactly where they're used on a house and how they're used, uh, I think they should be used around here. I mean, even even the uh, the weather forecast lately has been saying that the, the, the tornado alley has moved east a little bit and it's coming more towards even our direction where we're getting like slap-dab in the middle of it. Uh, well, that's happening, folks, and it really is happening. Uh, things are changing. That's all there is, That's all you can say. And we've got to be ready for the changes. Uh, and the way that we're building right now, I don't think, is uh, the secure way to build a home. Now, if you were to build it with total security in mind, You'd think, well, gosh, that's going to get really, really expensive. Well, I've spoke about ICFs. These are insula- ICF stands for Insulated Concrete Forms. Nowadays, to use ICFs to build your house and to build it correctly using the correct uh, amount of uh, rebar and the correct amount of hurricane straps it's really not much more expensive than building a stick-built house in this day and age because uh, lumber has gotten so expensive, even though it's come down a little bit in the past few months, uh, but lumber is, is is very expensive, and it's not going to get a whole lot cheaper. So building an ICF house now is not really any more expensive than building a, uh, a stick-built house. Uh, and it... It builds such a stronger house. We'll talk about that a whole lot more another time. Uh, matter of fact, my friend, um, Joel Waters, is the uh, uh, executive director of the Mississippi Concrete Association, and he's the man who knows more about ICFs than anybody I know. Uh, He's really done some research into them, and it is his house that they're building right now out of ICFs. And... uh, it's an amazing structure. It's an amazing structure. I've walked through it with him. Uh, we, toured it, uh, we toured it one day last week, and it was just... I was blown away by how secure and how safe it really seemed just to be in there. It was very quiet in there, too. It was much more quiet than what you see in most houses. So uh, that's important. Well, this came up this week also. I thought it was important that I brought it up with... Two or three years ago, one of my contractor friends uh, offered to do a job for a person, which included installing some exterior doors. And uh, they were turned down because their price was too high. Uh, So they hired the lower bidder to do this job. And the lower bidder came in, and they installed the exterior doors and did all the work that was supposed to and walked away. Come to find out, they didn't caulk in the doors. The doors weren't painted. And at three and four years later, they're starting to have a little bit of problem with those doors. Well, the problem isn't the door. It was the installation of and the lack of uh, following through on the installation and doing it correctly all the way. And that, folks, is the most important thing with anything to do with construction. Follow through and do it correctly all the way.
5: I'm gonna echo that. I I went into a brand new home. I'm not gonna say where. uh, About a month ago, beautiful place. Sure. And we'd gone over there to check it to make sure uh, that the items that had been uncovered in the inspection would actually been fixed. Right. House was about a year old. Not one bit of caulking around any window, any door. (laughs) And so obviously the you know had that had to be resolved but I was blown away that literally a house that new that that nice yeah. I mean, a half million dollar house or better sure and uh you know it was just like wow no none no caulking none, none. <laughs> it's like they had forgotten to do it like how do you forget that
3: when you look around your house if you find out that your windows all of the trim on your windows both on the window side and on the wall side are not caulked the caulking, the the molding is not caulked to the window. You're going to have a lot of air infiltration otherwise, and a lot of caulking is a useful, useful product. And it really, you know, once you learn to use it and, and, and learn how to use it, you become very good at it. Uh, and at first, yeah, it's a little messy. You have to get accustomed to it. And they do make kind of devices that smooth it out a whole lot more. Uh, I've tried them before. I like doing it myself without them. <laughs> my fingers, my, my device, uh, and it works very, very well. But at any rate, caulking is an important issue, and I think it's something that uh, everybody needs to be aware of. Uh, and it's relatively inexpensive, but it's, uh, it's very important to the uh, structure and the well-being of a home. Going to take a short break. You're listening to the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. My name is Buddy at the MCEF Studios, and we're going to keep on. We'll come back with a little music segment, and we'll talk a little bit about Easter, too, as well. So don't you go away. We'll be right back here on Supertalk.
10: See <laughs> around your kitchen door.
11: My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover
10: the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today.
8: Chapel Heart
1: is coming to Grammy Museum, Mississippi. And will be the opening event for the Music Tourism Convention taking place in Cleveland April 11th through the 14th. Concert starts at 7 p.m. and tickets are on sale now. Don't miss Chapel Heart April 13th on the Grammy Museum, Mississippi Long with food and beverages available. More about this event, upcoming events, as well as the Grammy Museum Mississippi's current Southern Rock exhibit, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. News, I'm Karen McHugh. More intimidating moves by China towards Taiwan. Taiwan's Ministry of Defense said that so far, multiple warships and more than 70 Chinese aircrafts have been detected near Taiwan, with a majority of them flying across the strait that separates the self-governing island from China. China's military is calling these combat readiness patrols, carried out in response to a meeting between House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen in California on Thursday. and the Taiwanese president then traveled home to to meet with a congressional delegation there, which says it wants to harden Taiwan against a potential invasion by China.
6: Fox's Alexandria Hoff. A soggy forecast for the southeast. Your Saturday outlook: most of the country looking great, except
7: right down across parts of the southeast. We've got showers. This is all part of the same system that on Tuesday
1: brought us all severe weather. Fox meteorologist Rick Reichmuth. America is listening to Fox News.
6: <laughs> I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Tall Mississippi News. Greenwood LaFleur Hospital, which has been in danger of closing down for months, will now be able to keep its doors open until at least 2024 after receiving an extended line of credit.
8: Well, it's still dire, and we still have the same situation, but things are turning around for the better.
6: That was Greenwood Mayor Carolyn McAdams. Greenwood LaFleur, which has been at the forefront of the state's ongoing hospital crisis, was forced to lay off over 150 employees, as well as close a number of services in the year 2022. Gary Martin, the hospital CEO, told us over email that recent legislation passed by lawmakers, including a Lifeline grant program, will help in the short term, but not in the long term. And the first ever Mississippi Public Safety Summit is set for May 8th through 10th and Flowwood. The goal of the event will be to reduce crime across the state. Super Talk, Mississippi News. I'm JT Mitchell.
2: Super Talk, Mississippi. King's Daughters Medical Center. First South Farm Credit. JumpstartTestPrep.com, and Toyota of Brookhaven. Welcome Morgan Wallen Live. Got whiskey glasses. Y'all sing it with me. Sunday night, April 23rd at Bought Hemingway Stadium at Old Miss sold out. We've got free tickets to win. And not just any free tickets. We're talking VIP tickets to watch this once-in-a-lifetime concert in the Super Talk suite at the stadium. We've got them, and we're giving them away. It's Morgan Wallen with special guest Mississippi Zone Hardy. Keep listening for more details on how you can win VIP suite seats from Morgan Wallen, live at Old Miss. Fun way to win from Super Top Mississippi.
8: A Mississippi native has compiled a list of best recipes from hole-in-the-wall eateries across the South in a new book. Anita Musgrove, author of Mississippi Back Road Restaurant Recipes Cookbook, says her families always love finding the local restaurants when they travel.
1: We found out, you know, there's not a good list of places. You have to really talk to the people and find out the best places to eat. And that is, you know, the out-of-the-way places, the little restaurant sitting on the side of the road or the bend of the road. It's got a little rusted says best food here.
8: She included recipes that have been passed down in families for generations.
1: But now we did run into restaurants it would take and they did not want to give you their secret recipe. So we compensated with that by asking them, what did your grandmother like to cook for you? Or what did you look forward to eating when you went to your grandmother's house? And there's a lot of recipes in these books that are a tribute to other family members.
7: In life and in business, one thing is certain, change. That's why Pillium Corporation is ready to keep you ahead of the curve on ever-evolving technology, critical for your company's security and growth.
9: To that end, the Pillium team offers IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems, and real-time crime center technology.
7: Visit us at Pillium.com.
9: Smart people, smart business, smart solutions.
1: Still waiting in lines and fighting the big crowds in Starkville and Oxford? The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great. We have significantly increased our inventory so there is even more to choose from. Come by and our staff will have you in and out and on your way. Want to score at your next tailgate or homegate party? Then look for us online at collegecornerstore.com or come see us at our Ridgeland store and in Flowood. The College Corner, where it's our job to make your Saturdays great.
2: Dude, you gotta hear
10: this. Right. What is it? This true
2: force has never been fully understood. Say, what is this? It boils down to two simple words: rock and roll. Rock and roll. New England flam sugar That's oh, what well, I'm talking about. All right, let's keep rocking and rolling.
10: wonderful Couldn't have said it
0: better, myself. It's
2: rock and roll, brother, and we're
3: To the Handyman Show right here in Super Talk, Mississippi. My name is Buddy, gonna be here until noontime making all of noise on the radio. And before we get to the music segment, uh, which we will very shortly, uh, let me talk about a text we got in. Uh, a person has a house that is like 40 years old and they're looking on how to insulate the attic, what how to put more insulation up there. Well, being 40 years old. The house is probably built where the attic has ventilation and it can breathe, and that's fine. That should be left kind of alone, or you should make sure that it is properly installed where it can have intake from your soffit vents, uh, proper vents in place to let the air into your attic. And... uh, Some sort of outflow, and the best outflow, of course, is like a ridge vent. But second, a lot of people use power vents, uh, which tend to want to fail after three to five years because of the motor, and they're just a hassle. So, a lot of people use these turbines or these porcupines, which actually vent pretty good. Um, Either way, just make sure your attic is vented. But adding insulation to a 40 year old home isn't all that difficult nowadays they have insulation that can any type of insulation whether it be fiberglass or or cellulose or spray foam almost all of that can be put over existing insulation in a home and in other words you could go up there with like let's let's say for instance like a, a i don't let's talk about cellulose you can rent a cellulose blower that will actually blow the insulation into your attic or you can hire somebody that'll come in there and do the same and put a layer of insulation on top of what exists so that you will have at least uh, six inches of insulation up there and insulating between your living envelope and in your attic, that floor space right there in the attic or that ceiling space in your house is the most important part of where you're going to lose most of your heat. Heat rises, and therefore, you want to capture as much of this as you can in the wintertime and and keep that heat from rising and 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 creating more of a problem. So insulating the attic really helps a great deal, but the best way to do it is with a a, a blower, either hiring an insulation company to come in there with their blower vehicle and do it in whatever type is your favorite, whether it be fiberglass, cellulose, uh, spray foam. Uh, My opinion, I, I would pick fiberglass as the last choice uh fiberglass has had its day it has done a great job it really has it was the outset of insulation to begin with uh well commercial insulation. Before that, I, they were using newspapers and all sorts of things. But um, but the first commercial insulation, I think, that was available was like a fiberglass. And that has changed somewhat. Cellulose got very important. Cellulose has a lot of good properties to it. Uh, being a fire retardant and being an, a, a, a mildicide in it. It also has an insecticide in it. So cellulose can be a good product uh, but most people nowadays are going to like a spray foam and that works pretty well but my suggestion is just to go right on top of your existing and that will solve your your, that will help your foundation I'm sorry, your insulation problem and your uh, heating problem in an older home easier All right, well let's do a little bit of music and I'm going to start with kind of an Easter thing you know, Thursday night was reputed to be the night of the Last Supper. Uh, and that's. I thought about that a little bit. And I, was, I did some reading and, and, and read about the Last Supper. And during the Last Supper, one of the last things that group that has participated in the Last Supper did was sing a hymn. And to me, it's amazing the power, the power of music, how singing a hymn kind of drew that whole group together in in believing what they believe, and and it helps so much. And music does that. It has this strange, strange way to draw people in and, and, and just make them believe what's really happening. And, and I think it's important that during the last supper, the last thing I did was sing a hymn together. That's, that's just, wow, very, very impressive. Now, just music in general, uh, so to speak, Sunday night on CBS, there'll be a tribute to the Beach Boys. And I've always been a Beach Boy fan. I mean, I went to the Beach Boys, like, I don't know how many years ago. It was 30 years ago, probably. They, they were playing at the Jackson Airport on the ground. And there are there there are all sorts of uh, beach balls around, and pe- the big crowd, a huge crowd, and the Beach Boys played for this group at the Jackson Airport, and I'm talking it was probably 30, 35 years, it may have been who knows, a long time ago, uh, and they were great. Uh, and as I was growing up in Massachusetts as a young man, the Beach Boys had a big influence on my thinking in the way, and and and. and the whole California thing got really into my mind, uh, more than it should have, but it did <laughs> at any rate. Uh, but I was fortunate enough to, about three years ago, uh, Arden Barnett, one of my uh, good friends uh, with Ardenland, brought in the Beach uh, Brian Wilson show to uh, Thalia Mara Hall. And in the Brian Wilson show, Al Jardine, who was one of the original Beach Boys, played in that And they did all Beach Boys songs because Brian wrote most of them. It was just amazing. I mean, talk about memories and things. I mean, there are two songs in my life that are actually... I can shut my mind off and actually be transported by these two songs, and one of them is a Beach Boys song. It carries me right back to a certain period of time and place where I, I can be there right now just by, by thinking about this song and, and singing on that song. You say, what song? Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it's an old Beach Boys song, that it had a lot to do with it. Let's just say a first girlfriend, (laughs) a Beach Boys song, and a a great afternoon.
5: You can't. Ever compare the Beach Boys to anyone else? I don't think. I mean, their sound is so unique, and it—it's the epitome of what they're all about, too. Where they're from, and you can just sense friendship and just having a good time. I mean, everything they're all about—it it comes out in their music, and you can't compare it to anything. It's, but what you say is right. There are uh, who you could, who can you compare them to? I mean, I don't. I not know where to start. You know, Frankie Avalon, or something. I mean, I don't, I don't
3: anybody know. that's done songs that sounded a little bit like the Beach Boys probably. Has like either Brian Wilson producing or the Beach Boys singing background? Uh, Jan and Dean, I did that did that a little bit. I think Gary Lewis did that a little bit, and it's always a Beach Boys type sound. But that didn't just happen. <laughs> That's and they they had Beach Boys affected many 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 people uh, and had a lot to do with uh, the way I think about things. So. Uh, great, great music, but um, I'll be watching that thing Sunday night, it looks kind of interesting to me, uh, uh, all these other people doing Beach Boys songs and one of their songs that really sticks out that I think is one of their stellar songs I mean, so many of their songs stick out and were so great, but one of the songs that meant so much is uh, Carl Wilson sang God Only Knows, and that that is such a good song Uh, Carl Wilson, of course, is no longer with us, but Man, God only knows, it's a good song. It really is. And it's a Beach Boy song. I don't guess we could talk about music all day if we keep on. So I better get off the hunt or something else, huh? Pretty quickly. <laughs> Unless anybody out there in Radio Land has anything to say about the Beach Boys. <laughs> We'll jump on it. Well, there,
5: you know, there's somebody out there that has something to say. <laughs> oh,
3: I'm I'm sure everybody's going, yeah. Somebody's going, yeah. I was there too, or I remember that, or or yeah, it affects me that way. So uh, it, it really, it really does, and it, it, it's a, it's a great thing to uh, to have that in my history, and I, I know it is in yours as well. All right. Um, well. Wooden handle knives and wooden handle utensil food utensils of any kind, and even a wooden spoon, after a period of time, tend to want to dry out, and they get almost rough feeling, kind of, kind of, because they're so dry. Well, the way to rejuvenate them is with food grade mineral oil which is totally clear but it's food grade and it's not going to hurt anything and what you do is you kind of wet a rag or paper towel with this food grade mineral oil and you wipe it on the handles of your knives and your food utensils and most of the oils will soak into the wood themselves let it sit there for 10-15 minutes soaking and absorbing and then maybe wipe it down wipe it clean and if the oil hasn't totally absorbed all the way in you need to do it again Uh, but that food grade mineral oil will do wonders in helping all of those wooden handled utensils and even the wooden handle holders that hold the knives in your kitchen or the breadboard yeah, the breadboard, yeah, the wooden breadboard that's been chopped on for for 10 years and never had any treatment done to it. Well, it needs to be sanded with the smooth sandpaper, cleaned, absolutely all the dust removed and all the grime removed, and then treat it with a food-grade mineral oil, maybe more than once. Maybe once and let it set overnight, and then a second time the second day, and uh, it, it will... It will seem to like come back to life. Basically, it will. And it really does good. Uh, any way you look at it, wood loves oil. <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead and uh, I even I take lemon oil or mineral oil, uh, and you can put it on the handle of your wooden brake, and that wooden rake will feel so much better and so much easier to use and last. Never create dry rot in there uh, because it has absorbed that oil. And it really does make it last a whole lot long, longer. Shovel handles, everything like it. axe handles. Wow, axe handles really get dried out. Uh, and sludge handles do, too, as well. So uh, I really believe that oils help a great deal.
5: I, I'm not going to mention the name of the product, but it's yellow in a in a bottle, and I believe it's from the Mississippi area natural products, but we've used it on wooden doors a good bit, especially the front of the house sun just beating down on something. Sure. And, and, uh, and I'm going to tell you something. It is – what you're saying is exactly right. It, yeah. It's just absolute rejuvenation of something that looked – Bad and dead, and it's right. time to replace a door. Now try this first. Try this. Go first. go that direction right. first, and see if you can save it. Because you'll be surprised at the results and how just the glowing and, and healthy the wood all of a sudden looks after five minutes.
3: Yeah, it, it can really. And 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 there are some oils that are used just as a finish, like uh, boiled linseed oil, can be a great finish on wood like on your porch swings and whatnot that are that are natural cypress that are kind of drying out. Well, put some boiled linseed oil on them. And that acts as a finish, but it, it doesn't really ever show any more than getting a little darker color than it was originally. And it really does add life. To any wood product at all.
5: Right. And since we're on that topic, you know, a lot of uh, newer homes you're seeing, you know, the cedar or cypress beams on the front porches, and and they're you know six by six or sure. uh, size. What what would you recommend for homeowners that have gotten to that point with the house where you're starting to see the the wear? of the sun and the elements on that beautiful piece of cedar or cypress that you have? Well, most of it has been unfinished, and I would, and, and I
3: guess we're going to talk about an unfinished piece. But that sort of product needs, I think, boiled linseed oil is probably the thing to put on that. Uh, just You can brush it on, and it's also important that these posts don't sit directly on concrete, that they have flint blocks, uh, these metal blocks that lift them up maybe a a, a half inch or an inch off of the concrete and they don't have water wicking up into them that's an important thing to do uh, to make sure that those are there but these cedar posts and cypress posts that are around houses just from time to time need some sort of treatment and the best treatment is some sort of oil that will make them last a whole lot longer and really do the trick to, uh, Do what they're supposed to, hold up your porch.
5: And would you say the same thing on similar items such as wooden shutters that are mostly, you know, the the aesthetic types, but you see those, they get so warped and cracked and look terrible, and other things look good on a newer home. They do. And and what's the process? I mean, like, how often would you want to, you know, cure that or redo that?
3: My take on wooden shutters is, first off, to take a wooden shutter... You have to realize it's built out of about four hundred pieces of material, one shutter with all the little slats that are all individual and the bottom rail is individual, the side styles is individual uh, the rail in the center is an individual it's many 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 pieces of wood put together with glue and staples and whatnot all of that expands and contracts at a different different amount because it's different size and different type of woods a lot of times. A lot of them get painted. So the best thing you can do at this point in time is make sure they stay painted and that if there's any cracks in the paint, you do some sanding and repaint them again. Um, and then if you have a solid wooden shutter that is just wood, and it's not slats, but it's just boards of wood, then it does need to be, a lot of times they're natural, and a lot it does need to be oiled as well. It does need to have some sort of oil put on there for sure. It will help a great deal. Uh, But they're making these plastic or vinyl shutters nowadays that that look very, very good, as a matter of fact, Uh, but they don't offer much protection as far as what shutters actually are designed to do. Uh, shutters are designed to close and cover up your window. Well, I don't think many people live in a house where the shutters can do that in <laughs> because, one, they don't fit. Uh, they may have the proper hinges on them and the proper holding to hold it against, but when you go to close them, you find out they don't fit because they're too big or something. Uh, but that's something that's, that needs to be considered the whole time. So, uh, oil and wood, man, they just love one another. Just, just just goes together left, like who knows what all. Hey, you listen to the Handyman Show, the uh, Super Talk, and we're at the MCEF Studios. as the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. My name is Buddy. We're going to take us a short break and uh, be back to answer your questions and talk more about Handyman stuff. Don't go away. <laughs>
2: Jeff Foxworthy, the good old days tour.
1: But they have a rule in my neighborhood. If you walk your dog and your dog does his business in somebody else's yard, you need to get a little plastic bag, pick it up, and dispose of it. So you drive through my neighborhood and there's all these attractive women walking around with poo-poo purses. Saturday,
0: June 3rd, Pearl River Resort Silver Star Convention Center. Tickets on sale now at
2: PearlRiverResort.com. It's the biggest party of the year. And it's here May 6th. At the Mississippi Coast Coliseum in Biloxi. CPR Fest 21. Starring Breaking Benjamin. With Bush. This saliva. <laughs> Des rocks. This Aaron Jones. The violent and more. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Spend the weekend on the coast for CPR Fest 21. Be honest, if you had to choose between your phone or your boyfriend, which would you give up? Okay, now that he's gone, start using your phone to pay at checkout instead of swiping. With the Citizens Bank's new mobile pay, add your debit card to your phone's mobile wallet and pay with a touch. Who knew your phone was great with money? You made the right choice.
12: Start using mobile pay from the Citizens Bank today in your corner. Member FDIC.
1: I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. I'm here to tell you that springtime is the best time to buy a new X-Mark Zero Turn mower. With unmatched quality of cut, ease of operation, and low maintenance, it's no wonder why XMARC is the number one choice of landscape professionals. Besides starting at 42 inches and 0% financing available, we have an XMARC Zero Turn for all size lawns. Come by my store and see why Frederick's has been leading the way and serving you for 30 years since 1993.
7: Having any electrical problems?
1: LaValley Electrical Services.
7: We install new switches, breakers, relays, and Kohler generators. LaValley Electrical Services. We handle new lighting fixtures, ceiling fans, electrical outlets, and LED lights. LaValley Le Electrical Services. 601-228-9969. 601-228-9969. That's 601-228-9969. Or online at lavalleyservices.com. That's lavalleyservices.com.
2: For adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, risankizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses.
9: Nothing in me, go ahead.
2: with SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call one 866 to learn more.
3: put down that double pretty soon you're gonna have to do the show now you can't keep playing i know you want to i liked it, it was nice it was a good job uh text line is uh 601-879-4395 that's our C Spired text line and uh we're going to talk about a text that came in on there but also what before i forget you can get super talk Anywhere, anytime, any day, whether you go to our podcasts or our, 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 our direct, you know, listen live or watch live or you can get us on all of the devices that you have at home. Uh, and Super Talk is available 24-7. Uh, you can get the Handyman Show 24-7 any day of the week that you want, either to listen or to watch or whatever. Uh, and there's a lot of good information available on the uh, the on-demand line, you can get shows, anybody's show, and not just mine, everybody's show, Garden Mamas show, Paul Gallo, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can get it, and it's worth It's worth uh, listening to. It. it really is good. It is good. I listen to it from time to time. I haven't listened to myself from time to time, mostly for critical reasons. Because as, as you know, we are our own worst critic. That's That's the truth. I mean, you are probably your own worst critic. At least I hope so. <laughs> All right. A text that came in, a uh, lady said her son's bathroom uh, sink actually fell from the from the granite off this, the granite to the floor of the, uh, of the cabinet. And when the bathroom sink was put in, it was a granite top with an undermount sink, and the sink was just mounted to the granite and then plumbed in. Uh I can give my opinion on that. My opinion is the job wasn't complete. My opinion, and this is holds true also, if that happened in your bathroom, you should check your other bathroom and you should also check your kitchen sink. Because I think when you ever whenever you have an undermount sink going up to granite or a hard surface countertop, and it's going to be an undermount sink, not only does it need to be adhered to the countertop itself, but it needs to have some support underneath. Some sort of support underneath. And a plumber said he couldn't fix it, and a handyman said he couldn't fix it. My take on that is uh, the handyman that looked at it at that point in time didn't understand the workings of it and how it should be. Uh, and that doesn't mean that a handyman can't fix it because I know some people that would be happy to fix it. And if you're curious about that, hey, you can email me and I'll be happy to send you the name of some people who can take care of that situation for you. You email me at B, the letter B, slow, s l o b. S L O W zero seven at AOL.com. That's B S L O W at, at Zero Seven. I'm sorry. Um B S L O W zero seven at AOL com. And but at any rate, that sync can be adhered uh. Uh, it's got to be cleaned thoroughly. You've got to clean where it was adhered the first time and clean the top surface of the sink that actually touched the granite where it adhered to the granite and have to be more mastic put on there, put the sink back up and then underneath it, whether it be a four by four or you build a shelf or whatever you want to do, it has to be supported from the bottom as well in order to, indoor time. Uh, and if your kitchen sink isn't done that way, sooner or later, you're going to have trouble with it as well. Uh, so it's important that, that any undermount sink, in my opinion, has underneath support, not just adhered to the uh, solid service countertop. That is not going to be enough to hold it up there. Sooner or later, it's going to give way. Um, and I think that's what happened with your son's bathroom and the sink crashing to the, hopefully, nothing unbroken, hopefully. Uh, but a, a person who understands how undermount sinks should be would know how to do that. And uh, they can help you a, a, a good deal. As a matter of fact, most anybody who installs solid surface countertops like granite countertops could probably send a technician over there to take care of that situation. Uh, And they are the people who really understand how service mount sinks should be mounted and can help a great, great deal. All right. I hope I've answered your question Uh, and and fixed your son's sink at the same time. All right. I hope so. All right. And uh, keep in mind, once that sink has fallen, all the plumbing parts probably, they may even, if they're PVC, which they probably are, uh, it's not a bad time to replace them all. You might as well, because once it fell, some of the threads on the PVC may have broken a little bit, and it may create a leak, or some of the washers may have cracked. Uh, PVC's pretty inexpensive. It's worth doing. It's worth doing. But uh, that, that's pretty much how you take care of that situation. So, I hope that helps a little bit. Common sense security. What? What is common sense security. Well, without spending a fortune on on the things that we need and the things that we should have with cameras and, you know, uh, smart doorbells that can actually see who's outside and all that, not everybody can afford that. Not everybody has that. But there is some common sense that we can use in securing our property to make sure that it's better. One- Always use your dead bolts. Don't rely on your key lock because your key lock is not going to do the trick. It only has a very three-quarter inch, maybe inch at most uh, bolt that goes into the door jam. Well, a dead bolt has a much larger bolt that goes into the door jam. Next, you need to make sure all of your striker plates that these dead bolts bolt goes into striker plates have long screws them long screws in in them that go through the door frame and into the studs that makes it so much stronger it's unbelievable how much stronger that makes it also on the hinge side of your door generally speaking when you buy a an exterior door there's always a hinge hole left open on each of the hinges and that's just put in long screws that will go through your door frame and into your door uh, into your 2x4s or whatever your wall is made out of and it helps it makes it so much stronger it really really does uh, and you may look at it and you may have just a door set up with nothing but those small 3 quarter inch screws holding your hinges to the door frame will remove one of those screws and put a long screw in that hole and um, Also, this is a way sometimes where you can square up a door a little more. Like if you've got a door that's tilting down a little bit, where it's uh, at the hinge side, it's kind of tight, but uh, it's hanging, and so that it's, it's sagging a little bit on the other side, there's a gap. Well, with screws, you can actually move the jam just a little bit to tighten that, that seam up a little bit and that helps a great deal and sometimes it takes going through the header jam and pulling the jam up uh, and the, the beauty of using screws to do this is they are also reversible and you can back it down a little bit if you have to so screws can really that's, that's part of the good common sense in, in in security the other is make sure there's no bushes or shrubs up over your windows so that people can hide behind them and be looking in. Uh, as long as you can see outside, that's great. Also, a good security, uh, inexpensive security device is lighting. Outdoor lighting is so effective. And nowadays, with motion detectors, outdoor lighting and LED lights, very inexpensive. Uh, the, the bulbs themselves cost a little more, but the last uh, years. Yeah, that's fair. Years longer, uh, you buy the good ones, they will really last. LED lights are the way to go with any of bulb at all that you can today. Uh, LED, uh, but make sure, sh- not all of them are dimmable. Just make sure that it says right on the box that it is a dimmable product, uh, or it is not a dimmable product. It'll say that on every LED box. Bought it when you buy them, uh, and it's important to do. So that's that's really important. Uh peep holes indoors for people who have solid doors and have no sidelights and can't see who's at the door. Well, a peep hole, they make peep holes now better where you can look out through one of these peep holes in your door and you can actually see a whole lot wider range than what you could years ago because they're making peep holes better today than they ever were before. Very easy to put in, very inexpensive and can really add a whole lot to uh making you feel more secure in your house. So, common sense security, yeah, make sure all of your door windows and, and windows are locked and are, are properly locked. And, and you know, don't be afraid to use longer screws on all of your door jamb, all of your door striker plates. It's it's all just common sense security. Uh, and that's important. And also tell your children, you know, you, particularly your younger children, Don't open the door when somebody rings the bell. Wait till an adult comes over there and checks it out with you. And don't let anybody just have access to your home. You know, don't do that. Teach your children well. I think Crosby, Stills, and Nash said that. Could have. Could have. Oh, well, at any rate. Um. Another important thing as we grow older that I'm finding is very important is is universal design. And people say, well, what is universal design? It's sort of like built for somebody that's physically challenged, but it's not quite all the way built that way. It's built where an elderly person can move easily throughout a home without stepping on steps or going up steps or going upstairs. Having levers everywhere on your doorknobs, on your plumbing fixtures rather than knobs, on your cabinets even. Uh, the Levers are much easier to use than doorknobs or or cabinet knobs or anything at all. Levers are really just the better way to go. Levers can make things more important. Uh, It all needs to be on one level. One level is just easier for an an elderly person to deal with at all times. Something that doesn't happen very often but needs to... I think more thought needs to go into it and and it needs to be involved in more housing than not, and that's using three-foot doors everywhere anywhere you can get away with using a three-foot door, use it. Your back doors, I know the standard is like a three-foot front door and a two-foot-eight back door or a 32-inch back door. Uh-uh. Forget that noise. You want a three-foot door in back if you can, you can. It helps a great deal. I have all three-foot doors in my house. I'm glad that I do. I'm really glad that I do. Uh, it makes... Uh, I've moved furniture around so much in that house that three-foot doors make a big difference, too. It really makes things a little easier to get around and move. So universal design is something that, uh, as we grow older, we'll be happy that we had. Um, Part of universal design also is grab bars. Uh, We talk about grab bars probably every week on the show, but... Grab bars need to be properly installed and these suction cup bra- uh, grab bars seem like they'll be okay. I don't think in the long run that's what you should use. Uh, my thought is a a a grab bar needs to be secured properly to a stud in the wall through I don't care if it's going through tile or going through whatever. It just needs to be secured properly so that it can hold your weight totally. Grab bars are a great safety device and a great thing. I think everybody should have in their bathroom sometime or other. Uh, if you don't have it yet, it's time to get it, folks. It's time to have uh, grab bars everywhere you can. So look into universal design, do some research, and, and check out what universal design is all about. And do some reading up on what you. Un- there are some people that are in the business of making your house. More prepared for the elderly, and there's people that have companies that do just that, uh, and you might look one of those up. They can help a great deal. All right, you're listening to the Handyman Show right here at Super Talk Mississippi, the MCEF Studios. That's the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation, and uh, I think I think Brent Bean, uh, the president of that foundation, is going to be with us next week. I'll have to check that out, but I think that's I think that's what he said. I don't know. <laughs> but at any rate, we'll take a short break. Be right back. Don't you go away. you listen to The Handyman Show at the MCEF Studios. See, no sugar to stand me. No sugar to run with
2: me.
6: This is professional ball player and former Mississippi State Bulldog, Jake Mangum. As someone who spends a lot of time between Mississippi and New York, I can tell you firsthand how great new things can be. That's why the new auto and life insurance discount from Farm Bureau is so great. It's a new thing from the company that's been setting roots in Mississippi for over 75 years. Visit favorites.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Quality
10: of life is about lifelong care. Your family's health care is important to you, and that's important to us. King's Daughters Medical Center is here for your family in every stage of life, from the excited new parents, adolescent, and teen years to the big day. Walking alongside of you in life's journey, living a healthier life. KDMC,
11: caring for our community like no one else can. Hi, I'm Josh Quick, the owner of Mid South Crawlspace Solutions, formerly known as Clean Space of Central Mississippi. Our name may have changed, but our expertise remains. An unhealthy crawlspace can invite mold, bugs, and buckling floors. This affects not only your crawlspace, but compromises the health of your entire home. Our clean space system will transform your crawl space into a dry, healthy, clean environment that will save you energy and money. No more moisture, no more mold, no more smells. Still doing free estimates at mscrawlspace.com. Come. Enjoy a taste of the Mediterranean as Greece comes to you here in Jackson on Friday,
1: April 21st at the Mississippi Ag Museum. At the Taste of the Mediterranean event, you'll enjoy an evening in Mykonos with a Greek wine tasting, delicious Mediterranean food from local restaurants, a cash bar, live music, and more. A Taste of the Mediterranean on Friday, April 21st at the Mississippi Ag Museum. For more info and to pre-order your tickets, go to greekjackson.org. That's greekjackson.org.
8: Garden Mama here for Lakeland Yard and Garden to ask you, why do we garden anyway? Are you looking for a beautiful retreat where you can get away from it all? Seeking to reduce stress? To have a home you can really enjoy and invite friends over, Lakeland Yard & Garden is ready to help with your garden paradise. In addition to being a complete nursery, greenhouse, and garden shop, Lakeland offers patio furnishings including couches, chairs, tables, and much more. Let the professionals at Mississippi's largest garden center help you get away from it all right there in your own backyard. Why do we garden? Because we love it. We love the outdoors, and yes, we do want to get away from it all sometimes. Lakeland Yard and Garden is celebrating 43 years of serving all your garden needs. We're growing your way at Lakeland Yard and Garden. Lakeland Drive at Airport Road.
7: ESI Supply.net It's not if you're gonna have a spill at your business or workplace, it's when. ESI Supply.net absorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESI Supply.net Sockneck boom products, oil gator, oil dry spill kits, and much more. ESI Supply.net Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910, or online at ESIsupply.net.
12: What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that rip fan winkle guy? Hey, who, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth.
11: Hey, there's hair!
3: Good song, good song. Um, uh, Blues Project, is
5: that their names? Blues Project? That one's the uh, the Three Dog. Oh, that's not Three Dog Night. That was Three Dog Night there. Uh, I don't think so. that That's where I got it from. I got YouTube Three Dog Night.
3: Wow, that's strange. Sounded to me like Blues Project. Or blues. I'll look them up. I'll find you something from or the Blue Climax Thunder. Blues Band or something like that. I don't, I don't, who knows? We'll check it out. <laughs> I was digging around this week for you, finding some
5: good new stuff. <laughs> All
3: right. I liked it. I like it. Good job, Lance. I appreciate it. All right. Um, one of my good friends lives in Arizona, and uh, we were talking about some of the disasters that have helped, has happened here in the South. And he said, gosh, how do you people in Mississippi get along? Is how do they do it? I said— man, you've never seen people care about people like they do here in this state. I said, but there's organizations, uh, there, there are disaster relief organizations where one major church in downtown Jackson has a, a disaster relief crew that is made up of all the churches in the area take some of their better technicians, and some of them are even retired, that can do just about whether it's plumbing or electrical or HVAC or construction. And they go to these disasters with trucks and trailers, and many of them go to do nothing but to help. And are they charging these folks to do that? No. This is, this is all donations and all because they care about people. And then... I don't know if the world has heard about the uh, Cajun Navy or not, but they do so much to help that it's unreal uh, with their boats and trailers and and their uh, airboats. It's, like, amazing. So what do we do when disaster strikes here in Mississippi? I don't know. We just help one another. And that's something that I guess— I don't know if that happens a lot throughout the country. I hope it. Do. I hope it does. I
5: hope it does. I would say Mississippians need to be commended for their response to oh. so many things that have gone on in this state, but especially just the most recent. Yeah, and and I know that the folks in Rolling Fork and Silver City and Amory, sure. uh, and all of those in between are extremely grateful for all that Mississippians and those around the state and outside that have uh, ponied up and, and 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 brought goods that they so desperately need, and you know things like. Uh, electrical cords and extension cords, things right. you don't think about. Things you don't uh, think about. they essential. And, and the, the folks of this great state uh, have done an amazing job really stepping have. up to the uh, right. I mean, the folks in this state care more about people
3: than probably any place I've been before. And I've been in a lot of places, believe me. Uh, i lived in a lot of different places. But... Man, I I just love living down here. One, mostly the people are just absolutely fantastic. Uh, They really are good people, and I I enjoy just being around them. Hey, let me take a minute and tell you about some great people while we're talking about great people. Ace Hardware. Man, you want to talk about some people that really care about their job and love their job and want to take care of you. Take, make sure your services that you need is taken care of, whether you're buying an item or whether you're getting an item delivered or whether you're having some work done or whether you just need some advice. Revel Ace Hardware is there for you six days a week from seven in the morning till six at night, always willing to help. Their power equipment Center is in Pearl on Highway 80, next to their huge Revelace hardware store. It's an amazing place. But also in their huge Revelace hardware store is their uh, commercial sector that takes care of all the commercial businesses around. Revelace is a big company and really does do a great job in helping out. And, of course, their latest, newest store is in Madison. They've taken over the, the Ace hardware store over there and turned into a Revel hardware store. And, in the same footprint, in the same amount of square footage, they've made it look so much larger just by their carefully displaying things and and the way they show things and it It's just a pleasure to 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 have been associated with Revel for as many years as I have and uh, I appreciate Revel a great deal. They're a great, great store. Go see them. and Tell them you heard about on the Rock and Roll Handyman Show here.
5: Revel Ace Hardware. Yeah, Lance? I I wanted to add to that all Mm -hmm. the awesome things that you mentioned. Don't forget on the weekends, Saturdays especially, they like to do a little food cooking, showing off all the hardware they have in the rubs. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. I know the one at the Reservoir, they they blow it out on week. I know (laughs) today is not there. They're not happy about the weather. But, man, if you ever are hungry and you need to do some shopping, go by there you check it out because they do some good uh they have all the grilling and
3: type of green large green eggs all the stuff that you'll ever need to do any kind of grilling with but on weekends generally they'll bring in somebody that really understands these products like a representative from the green egg association or uh or company or whatnot and they'll do some uh cooking and i'm talking about some good food <laughs> and
5: who doesn't like to eat around easter I'm looking forward to it. I think we got some uh, brunch plans tomorrow. So I, you know, no, I've been fasting all week getting ready for it. We're, a we're having a big old, uh, I, I think, late lunch at my house. It'll be a, a,
3: a big old Easter dinner, and all the kids and grandkids are coming all to my house, and it'll be it'll just be a blast because it's, it's just a fun group to be around. <laughs>
5: do you still do Easter egg hunts and things with the grandkids? Or are they beyond that point? Um, they'll
3: they're dying eggs at my house today. I know that that so what they're going to do them little do i know
5: well that was leading into the next question if you did do y'all use real eggs or the plastic yeah
3: well i have plastic but they're up on the shelf we
5: used years ago now
3: they're using real eggs to do that so i have no idea what they're going to do i haven't checked that far into their plans but i will definitely find out but having said that i think that's important to note that the easter bunny and easter eggs those all are great, fun, fun, fun things. But let's not forget what Easter's all about. He really has risen. And, and that is what Easter's all about. Uh, and it's about our belief in, 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 in our our own lives and in the, in our future lives, knowing exactly what's going to happen and where we should be and how we should be thinking in this life and how we should be treating other people and how we should... Love other people. Easter's an important important uh, date on the calendar for sure. And, again, it's just not like about Easter bunny and, and, uh, and eggs and whatnot, even though that is the fun part of it. People enjoy that as much as anything. But uh, remember what the season's about. That's important. All right. Um, back to it. Where we're, uh, no, we were already talking about disasters. I think mean, it's important. People really do. Care about disaster relief. It's it's important. We we you and I talked. Lance and I talked a, a while ago about uh, grease fires in kitchens. Well, I experienced one this week, uh, and it was just a matter of people were panicking, <laughs> and so I will get in the kitchen and first thing I shut off the heat. That's the first, I don't care what's going on. Don't touch the thing that's burning. Shut, stop the stop the flow of heat, whatever it be, gas or electric. Stop that right away, and then uh, it was a matter of just covering it, and, and that actually put
5: the fire out. But I like Lance said last time something about a uh, uh, fire blanket. The fire blanket, the fireman blanket. Yes, sir. I've yeah. seen it many times, and it looks it looks like it works great. I've seen firemen throwing it on huge grease fires, and it just puts it right out. Yeah, so. it just smothers it. It's, it's a great. I think. I think the I wonder if they're
3: sold readily and if they're really readily available. That's my question. I mean, I'll dig it up. I mean, I want. This will be an experiment. Walk into Revel Hardware Store and say, "Hey, I, I, uh, let me see your your your, your uh your, your grease fire blanket." They'll probably take me right to it. <laughs>
5: if they have it, they will walk
3: you right to it. They have a pretty far, a pretty big fire prevention department uh, the, with with all the uh, extinguished fire extinguishers you'll ever need and all the things you'll ever need. Uh, Revel Ace Hardware, a good store. Well, you've been listening for a couple hours to the Handyman Show. I hope that Easter is just. is important to you as it is to me, and I hope you enjoy your family, and you enjoy your friends, and just remember what the season is about. And I will be talking to you next week at the MCEF Studios. Uh, We do the Handyman Show every Saturday from 10 to 12, and we will continue to do just that. And uh, happy to have you a part of today's show, and I hope you have a great weekend. Talk to you next week on the Handyman Show.
10: way to Boston to get some clam chowder. Bye bye
1: explore the history of southern rock music at grammy museum mississippi now through fall of 2023 the sounds of southern rock exhibit will feature stories and artifacts from the artists and singers responsible for the genre the allman brothers band leonard Skinner, molly hatchet the charlie daniels band little feet the outlaws and many more in partnership with hard rock international to purchase tickets or to learn more about this exhibit and other events visit grammymuseummississippi.org Join Sports Talk
0: Mississippi every Friday during the 5 o'clock hour for Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll tell you our favorite way to grill the delicious Polk's Original, Cajun and Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. Remember, picky people pick Polk's. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm.